Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. ไปไหนเดี๋ยวเราไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไปไป
And she said, sit down there, son. I have a lovely dinner for you now. And she said, all good things come to those who wait. Yeah. And she was well, right. She was right. Well, now, you were sorry that you um, got the... Two things. Two things. Much cheaper to get you. the bus. Two but things. You'd wonder what they were doing, Tommy, there. They were getting the bus down to the, get their so dole, the, obviously. I think they're getting... Are they... Getting the dole in Dublin and then travelling back up to Belfast. Yeah, but to spend why it. though? Oh yeah, because he, he was telling them he was telling the granny that he was going on he was on the beer for a couple of days and yeah. that they were just taking a break today to go and get the other fellow's money. So it was. Uh, is there something unpleasant? Wrong, is there something wrong with me? Um, I, I don't. I don't know. Th- I why don't, do you I don't mean know that? that, Tommy? Because I've noticed. Is it my clothes? Is as you can tell, I'm, I'm wearing a full length coat again. I'm fascinated. Co- he's wearing a coat again. Do you know? I'm fascinated by seeing his chin for the first time. Hector, in do you years. know what a coat again is? Oh, I'm, I'm, it looks like something out of the field. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks it like. like it's He's missing some No, it's the, the board. What's the, the, board. Board. the board. The board. The lunatic. Is it? <laughs> Where are you going? What are you doing? Go on the board. You're the bull and the bull and the bull and the bull. Did you see that? You, it's, it's the you just missed the gobstopper it, now in your mouth yes, or something. Yes, it could be. Yes, it's from the field. Is it? Is it one of the actual uh, garments used in Did the field? Did you buy it? Oh, it's. Uh, I was on the bathroom one night with John Hurt. <laughs> And it's his. <laughs> and I, we woke up frizz in a ditch. <laughs> and I said, I have no clothes. Give me he that. Said, Throw that on you. No, hang on. Let's ask Tommy. And for all our audience, you know, Tommy does like nice apparel. Tommy, where was it made? And was it handcrafted by tweed from the butt of a mountain in Clannacilty? It's put together by the pubes of, <laughs> of fairies. Of West of Ireland virgins. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah. Did well to make a full coat again out of it. Strange. You have, a, you have a strange fashion sense, Tommy. I do, yeah. No, it's a full length... Uh, um, it's a cardigan. It's a jacket it, cardigan. It's a, it's a cardigan that goes down to me knees, but uh, it's. Um, but it looks like a for jacket. Who, yeah, for people who wouldn't know, it looks like a coat. For people who wouldn't know, you, you could be confused to think: is it a dressing gown or a coat? And it's and an oversized. I was ordering room service, and I was wearing it in the room, and they felt like a bit. Who are you, Tommy? Jesus, are you going in or staying out? <laughs> <laughs> It looks, it looks like it's an oversized one yeah. as well. I haven't had but a good no, look at it yet. No, but my feet is there something because I've and the reason I'm asking you is there something wrong with me because the past I say eight or nine times I've gone into a shop, these fucking tool bags are coming to me. Are you all right? As if <laughs> like do I look mentally fucking maybe, unwell or something? Maybe. Are you all right? This fella today I went into a shop today. This fucking tool bag. I was I was in it. I was only in it. I was in it six inches. Right. And this fucker comes up to me. He says, uh, uh, "Are you all right?" I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to browse around. He goes, well, knock yourself out. <laughs> fuck but, you. Well, no, but no, I think yeah. they just asked... grab his head and fucking whop it off the wall. <laughs> so I'll fucking knock you out, you overzealous sales tramp. <laughs> but it, was, it wasn't like a switch off. comes up to me today and, and wishes me a happy Christmas. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. I'm but... upstairs in a posh shop. Well, that's what uh, happens when you go over to a posh shop. like a fucking bullet to me. Are you all right? I said, yeah. He goes, happy Christmas. <laughs> well, I took him and I threw him down the fucking escalator. And I said... <laughs> Happy Christmas, that you fucking tramp. <laughs> There's a little bit, yeah. You don't, you're not even in the shop before they're off to you. Can I help you? Can Fuck. I help you? No, yeah, you let me, me look. Let me get in and have a goo. You, you almost think like they're they're watching you in case you're going to steal something. I was walking along the street in Galway yesterday and I'm so happy to be back in the land and the city of the tribes and it was wet. It was miserable. It was cold, but it was nice. It was Galway nice. And this man came up behind me and said, do you love your morning pints? <laughs> and I turned. And I, what a thing to say to him. Yeah, yeah. And it was a, it was, he said... He was said, he inviting you for once? <laughs> he said to me, he said, I love that podcast. I love that podcast. Morning Porter. And he sort of watched the way... What's the story? Morning, morning Porter. Porter. Yeah. And he said, uh, my name is Pat. 
and uh, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I go for morning port every And he had a, a beard and he looked a, a little bit bedraggled and bescaggled and a bit bohemian and a bit of an artist, a bit of a Galway head. Yeah. And I said to him, Pat, and he goes, I sent you in a letter there about six months ago. And I said, the word is Lunar that I got from Monken because I, I love Lunar when a morning point puts Lunar on you, which is the way the sun glistens off the water. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, and he said, I said, oh, I remember that. And he said, yeah, and I was listening to the podcast another morning. I stopped in Rochford Bridge for one morning point because of ye. And he is the artist in residence now in Inishir. That's right. I know the man. He's at the a, moment, he, a really sound man learning he, Irish. He's, uh, he's moved from Dublin to Lewisburg in the county of Mayo. Uh, he's Pat the Tramp. And he, uh, yeah, he's out in Inishir as the artist in residence. Yes. Did we meet him when we were out there? Man. No? And I said, yeah. well, Gael Gagat. And he went, well, Tomic Fowlam. I said, no, be bored. And then he opened up with this lovely Irish. He was so proud to be speaking it. And he went, you know what? I think I'll go for a pint. And I couldn't go with him. But I said, the next time I see you, Pat, we will lie in for a glistening pint of Guinness. See, if you travel by public transport, that's one of the advantages. You can say, stop the bus. And <laughs> pull into Tupperkori for a pint and then wait for the next bus. So if we oh, do go, if we do awful. go, Go on our next big excursion, which we'll ah, be. we'll never go anywhere. We're, we're, we're full of we talk. We won't even go. No, for, we'll we'll never do anything. Go we to won't even go for a drink together. We won't go to Navin for. You're going to spend Christmas with me and Tommy in a bungalow in Navin. Oh God! And we're no three. No, and we're going to go back. We're going to try and recreate 1982, <laughs> and it's going to be no heat. It's going to be damp, and there's going to be Connect Four, and there's going to be nothing. No Edmonds on the telly. Right, so let's recreate Navin in 1982. A chance now. The, the, now the now. heating will only come on for half an hour between nine and half nine. Oh I, God, that do you remember, awful. Do you remember young ones that were beautiful when you were a teenager? Um, won't they always be beautiful in your mind? Even when you see them when they're older. I have, like, I remember uh, coming back to Navin. This would have been the winter of 1986. And I popped into Tierney's shop uh, on the corner there beside Lockie's pub. And I went in there and there was a very, very beautiful, her name was Sarah, Sarah Cahill. She lived up near St. Pat's. And I remember she was about, I was about 15 and she would have been about 16. And I remember looking at her going, you are one of the most beautiful things I have ever seen in my life. And half afraid to talk to her. Right. Because she was so gorgeous. And whatever happens to that person's life as they get older and all mm. the trials and tribulations and the worries and the heartache and the sorrow and the joy, they always exist in your mind as somebody fucking, like, yes. mind-stoppingly beautiful. Yeah. And is it amazing that, you can, that when you can look at a 16-year-old girl and go, I don't think I've ever seen anything as perfect as your face. Tommy, you have a beautiful way of describing so the female. Romantic, females. Yeah. No, but the, uh, he really does Poetic. have a draw for females. Uh, no, I don't, no, <laughs> no, I do. I know what you're saying. I do. And I'd be walking around Articulating Dublin, it as opposed to a grow for them. He's a, he's no, a great he's a, grow he's a for, for articulating female their for, I was walking here to the podcast this morning in the wonderful Avondale Studios on Bagger Street and I saw this beautiful young black girl. She would have been about 22 or 24. And I just felt like going up to her and saying to her, Jesus, mother of God, you're the finest thing I have seen in about 72 hours. And, and <laughs> 72 no hours. <laughs> and no matter what happens in your life, 
you've lifted me now into a place where I know that fucking beauty exists. Tommy, I think you should stop wearing the cardigan there. What's it called? The coat again. And just go back to normal. I stepped in and she stepped out again. <laughs> you're getting awful. Did you, wear did you actually walk You're getting awful. Um, I don't know. I, I, know what you're I, I, I fell in love with a girl around 16 when I was the lead 17. And I was the lead singer. In. I was the lead singer of Edith Bissex at the time. <laughs> and was I, famous was, band uh, in uh, Ireland. Well, in Nam. Was it Marlene? No, it was Carol, her name was. And oh. she was from... Uh, but, but Marlene she was, was beautiful as well. She was near you? where the Cahills lived. Do you know what I liked about her? She was she was boisterous and beautiful Ooh. and rebel. And Ooh. she was just feisty. mad. Feisty and mad. And she was she had a great personality. And she, she I really found her... I, 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 she was just fucking as mad as I was at that time and I used to sm- sneak the way into the back of the house and nobody would know of her it. house yeah and I'd, oh, meet, I'd she meet her it. in the garage she at knew the you extension yes yeah, I thought it was just in no no head. we were going out with each other but oh, we right. would shift each other in the extension of our house in this sort of a utility type garage <laughs> flat roofed place up against the wall and they were the most magnificent 10 or For 15 ages. there was 10 or 15 minutes of great shifting and fondling and pushing and dragging and pulling and <laughs> opening and sips closing. and closing <laughs> and, and walls and, and whispers and whispers and <laughs> gotta go gotta go gotta go gotta have to go stop stop who's that who's that what's that and then I would and escape mouth water. I loads would, of mouth water and then I'd escape <laughs> oh, I'd escape back home back home and nobody home knew I, and I was I, I, the adrenaline would be pushing through my body as I got back to Knockumber past the travellers caravans <laughs> and I'd get into the bungalow that you'll be staying in okay yes, yes, stay I in, that, in 19 I just she was I'll never but as you say I'll never forget her yeah. and the time I went out with her because it was brilliant see girls girls, girls age a bit better like and they hold their beauty like yeah, there's lads that I would have went to school I, I with I don't really in fairness well, some, some of them some do, of them do. Uh, they have a better they have a better uh, way of maintaining <laughs> it than men there's Ard- nothing worse than seeing yeah, the lads not recognising somebody dead about 20 yeah. years later yeah. Ard Lohanlon has a great line uh, about Russian women he said uh, they're beautiful up to the age of 29 and then they turn into potatoes <laughs> That's what happens to Irish men. Like, oh, that. really? So, like, there's loads of lads that you'd be mad about when you were in, like, 16, 15, 16, 17 age. And you'd see them now and they're sort of fat and Let bald. Let themselves and, go. You know, and sort but, of... Um, but not all of them now. I remember beautiful women in Navin that I would have been afraid to talk to and that, that I never talked to and never had the guts to say to them, you're beautiful. Yeah. I remember uh, Siobhan Feely from uh, yes. Stack well, Everyone's getting a name check today. What well, about she all was, the girls? No, Siobhan was genetically... No, Loretta Siobhan was 10 out of 10. Was, was Siobhan out, out of your league though? Siobhan out of my league completely. Oh, completely. I wouldn't even... I'd be in the 10 yards in the shopping centre. I'd be just yeah. standing there like a gun. She didn't even know you existed. No. Like. I, was, was, uh, I was plagued by sad women. All oh, right. <laughs> They wanted you to give them a laugh, did you? But like, we would never have the confidence to go up and say, you are absolutely beautiful. You no. are one of the most beautiful girls in the town. I've never seen anyone like you. Why you, may you be send sure someone up to shift, ask her to If you're the you? most beautiful girl in Nav and you may be sure you're the most beautiful girl in Mead and you can be sure you're one of the most beautiful girls. Every town, yes. Yes. in every age group, has three or four genetically perfect, synchronised uh, Fifth years. They're just beautiful. Leaving certs. Yeah. I, I would never have told Siobhan that I thought she was gorgeous or, that, or Sarah. 
Oh, would you God, never have wanted so to shift them? Like, would you never have got your friend to ask her friend to oh, no, ask they were well out of our league. Well out of our league. Oh, we, so there was never, we, never a cross we, contamination we, with you at all. We amalgamated and ran around the same gang. There was a, there was a, there was a common. Did you bond. ever even get chatting to them? Like, did you ever have to say to them your heart to be beating out through your mouth? <laughs> the good-looking lads would always grow up. Oh, not them. The good-looking lads. There would always be the good-looking lads. Wasn't that? There? And be, they'd always be attracted to strange fellas. Like Sharon Sheridan. My God, the, the milk man's daughter. <laughs> One of the most beautiful. Oh, Larita, she Larita. was made of milk. Larita. Larita. Head she to toe. She was like Actimel. She was Actimel. She was Danone in a bottle. She was, she was, she was <laughs> strawberry flavoured. Oh, she, she was a milkshake. Oh, she you, was, couldn't, you couldn't breathe when you were near her. Right. Blue eyes and blonde hair and a mead accent. Yeah. <laughs> it was like <laughs> silky blue, milky way skin. It was like meat and health. <laughs> I'd love to see her now. Here she why, comes health. Why can't we go back to a nightclub just for one night to meet everyone for one more time and just say, who are you? Because you won't recognise her. But you, you'd still be afraid to tell them they were beautiful. And Is there sh- any You'd boy be still afraid to shift them now if was, you saw them. Was there well, any... I'm married. I wouldn't be able to. No, I know. I understand if you were Is that married. about shifting them? It's about, like, my thing about beauty now is... <laughs> says I won't be able to. No, my thing about beauty now is when you see somebody beautiful is it's not a predatory horn energy you have it's just you just want to stop and kind of what, rub their face yeah <laughs> tummy like inappropriate just touch back their, off. No, touch their skin an appreciation there's no need for that. did you have any boys no, hang on Hector in uh, so uh, my missus a stunning red headed lady and she would say when she she toured with the chieftains for many years you know what I mean and all over the world and stuff like that and she would talk about me in different parts of the world and in Italy now a lot of women would say Italian men are a bit gropey and a bit kind of uh, socially aggressive with the eyes in them and stuff like that but she would talk about how you you could walk as a beautiful red-headed woman in her you know late 20s and early 30s you could walk down past a bunch of Italian men and they'd fucking clap <laughs> if they thought you were beautiful they'd just fucking and th- I'm going to try that now I'm just, I'm, every time I see a no, good looking woman a few people you should be a Tommy, you would look crazy if you just do it by yourself. You'd be arrested, wouldn't you? You'd be... The man in the... W- but people yeah. are so... It's strange what people would find offensive now. Like, and I don't pay a fierce amount of attention to the news and I don't... So I don't really... So, so you might get a bit of information from the world and it's new to you. Yeah. And you're not sure... <laughs> just has, has everybody been talking about this for the past... Yes. Ten, so I just found out yesterday that uh, a, a new young punk band called Girl Band have changed their name and they released a statement saying we've because there's four fellas and so we've changed our name to a G-I-L-L-A band and we're we want to apologise to anybody who found our name offensive and who was hurt by the fact that we were four fellas called girl but they called it gender appropriation so in terms given that that's the climate now that mm. people are mm just have lost all confidence in their fun-loving minds. Mm. Um, you'd wonder if myself and Hector were walking down... Shop Street. Shop Street, and we saw some beautiful young lady and we just started. <laughs> There's see, no bad... Is there badness in that? No, but uh, the problem is, first of all, it's, 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 it would be OK maybe... OK, so if it was you and Hector, people would know who you were. But if it was just two ordinary fellas that people did... Not ordinary, you're, you're ordinary be thrown as well, but I just yeah. mean... Fellas that you didn't know. And, and can we start chanting? Yeah. You're so fucking gorgeous, so you are. You're so gorgeous, so you are. You're so gorgeous, you're so gorgeous. You're so gorgeous, yes you are. 
you're so gorgeous, yes you are. Right, well, and maybe. she knows it, and she knows it, and she knows it, yes she does. And she knows it, yes she does. Right, well, you should try it out and see how you I tell on. you what we'll do, Lisa. Myself and Hector will record that, and you should have that as your alarm. <laughs> ringtone. Your alarm. There's a thin line now between giving a compliment and and, and not and being, harassing. And harassing. Yes, but maybe like, the not, second person of the song that, might be a step too far. It shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that. Of course, the wolf whistles and have a look at this and the lads in the building site with that stereotypical thing that's gone, long gone. Hopefully, but women should feel confident and happy and and able to take a compliment in a coffee shop or on the side of a street or in a bar shouldn't they what do you think I mean you, you know what I, would you think of a guy who comes up to you and goes I know you don't know me but I think you're I think you're beautiful I'd be like will you go away from around me you're disgusting <laughs> and then if he was okay, good looking I'd say and oh okay. and then if he was good looking I'd probably be like oh and what's your name <laughs> Depends. You see, you're doing initial. You see, you're doing it again. And then, of Larisa. course, he'd be fucking gone again because he'd be like, wouldn't expect you to say that to him. So then he'd be all like, oh, I'm just going over here again. I was really messing. So let's try it. Let's so, try it. Out. So you're saying that if you met, so the man comes over with confidence. And now, so say I'm up, up at the coffee shop, right? Getting a coffee. And some fella in the morning. Yeah, comes over and says, Oh, you're so gorgeous. <laughs> I'd be like, are you okay? I'd be like, all right, thanks very much. See you. <laughs> the fuck? Yes. You'd be looking at them going, are you, like, are you okay? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so how, how do men let you know that they find you beautiful? Not men, not men that you know, but men that you don't know. Right. I they smile know. at you, do they? Are they? Would you? Is a it lingering eye contact? And maybe, is it a yeah. wink? Is it a smile it be, in the yeah. car park as you're reversing in or out? It could be, or a little. But it doesn't really happen anymore, does it? Like it does. The, do you, you don't walk a... down the street like you. You wouldn't walk down the street. You, I don't mean you. I don't know. What I mean. I'm just saying. Easy would enough. you walk down like if I saw Tommy a really good-looking fellow walking down the street? I wouldn't be like, oh, hello. You know, you just. You just see them. Okay. And okay. What would you Isn't do? Like, I mean, what, what would you expect that would be okay to do? I would just, if I saw somebody beautiful, um, I would like to let them know that I found them beautiful. But you, but, but what? Uh, you wouldn't say hello. You'd be like, oh, you're really gorgeous. No, I wouldn't say it. But, and it's not, like I said, it's not, I, I have... I have sexual energy for But this my, isn't about sexual you know, what energy. What I'm saying is I have sexual energy for my wife. Yes, my, I get that. I, I, yes. I like... <laughs> We get that, Tommy. I mean, can you even say this? He says, I love riding her. Is that, can you say that? <laughs> can you say that? Of course you can, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. And you love yeah, yeah, holding yeah. her and hugging her and riding yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, and, and listening to her. I yeah. love her. <laughs> Jesus Christ, go on. But when I see a beautiful, say that beautiful girl that I saw, and I'm 52 for fuck's sake. Yeah, exactly. This young one is, excuse me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this young one is only about 22, she 24. She would think that you're a complete and utter fucking weirdo. But I wouldn't say, I, obviously I'm, I don't say it to her, I don't say you're gorgeous. Well, you're just like It's this. in his mind. But I just want to, I, look, I looked at this girl and she's waiting for a bus and I thought, you, my goodness. Maybe we could get you some stickers and you could just give them out as you're walking past. <laughs> if you think someone's good looking, no, just but go. It's a, let's it's go not, back. It's, let, not, it's not predatory. Let's go back to this whole thing of contact and conversation and and, and not feeling creepy about stuff because the, we've been moulded and shaped like this. It's just not right. Should you tell, like, no more than beautiful women. Right. Like, What's should, wrong with should, going up should, the Should you go up to fairly rough looking women and let them know? <laughs> Jesus, you, Jesus, you're not looking too great today. Like I can't put my finger on it. But did, you sleep, did you sleep in a ditch? <laughs> you want, what about going up to a, You know what? You're not a... You're, you're, you're not a good looking woman. You're, <laughs> you're not a good You're no oil woman. painting, but you know what? Yeah. I'd, 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 would you go for a pint? <laughs> you're no oil painting. You're no oil painting, but I think you're a bit of crack. Like, 
it's like I don't know. Like I look, I look up to really posh looking women in the makeup department right. and Brent Thomas and say you're fucking, you're fighting a losing battle there, love. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting thing. It's a nest thing. of vipers we should leave, no, leave behind. No, I don't behind. think it's a nest oh, of no. vipers. I think it's something nice. But Tommy's just evoking the spirit of a 16-year-old Tommy walking just around. Just the beautiful, the, like I said, the, the girls that I thought were beautiful when they were 14 and 15 and 16 and I was the same age, I always, for the rest of their lives, I think they're beautiful. And well, that's it. because you don't see them until you check them out on Facebook. Yeah, I, I can't do that. I don't. I don't do <laughs> but, that. But tell me, like, it might, some of them might have carried the looks, and some of them might not have. But that's not the point. Of, they, they, the, they, the image is they, in your head. It's kind of like once you go to school with somebody, right? No matter what they do in the rest of their lives, you know that they're good people. You know, there's a good person in there. So if you you go to pri- especially primary school, once you're once you've been from junior infants to sixth class with somebody, no matter what they get in, what kind of trouble they get into in the rest yeah. of their lives, you can see the goodness in them. Yeah, if yeah. they were good at school, if they were nice, like no, I mean, if they were uh, nice at school, if they were all fucking bullies and bitches and all that. Sure, well, I I can't think of anybody that was. Nice I can't think of anybody that was like that in my mm. school in St Oliver Plunkett's. No, not um, national school. I don't think you I know. ever did either. So you can see the goodness in them. You know, I was thinking about um, uh, say a school reunion. You know, because oh, yeah. I, I saw this fella. I saw this woman today, and she looked like a fella that I went to school with. <laughs> and I was just wondering I, like, Jesus Christ you're after doing what Hector you, told us to do the other day where did you, he told you to open, open your, your eyes and oh, open yeah, your mind now you can't you. stop now seeing it now you can't it. stop seeing stuff which I like so I came out of the hotel this morning and I, I'm very aware that I live an awful privileged soft life but I it's the path of no resistance that I walk and it's just led me to hotels like yeah. um, I walked out of the hotel this morning and uh, there was a, a woman across the road and she was the fucking spitting image of a fella that I had gone to school with. <laughs> if you go over and tell her, ask her, was she him? But then I started thinking, can you imagine if we had a school reunion? Mm-hmm. So it would be all fellas in their age 51 to 53. I wonder, would, would a few of them not come because they were women now? Oh, yeah. I was going to say maybe you know he was. Mean? I maybe it was him. Yeah, maybe it could well her, have been him, yeah. you know. And then I started thinking about the, if when people change... I don't know what to, to say. They change gender, or they reveal their real gender, or they, whatever the the the, yes. the name for the transition mm. thing, and they choose a name. Yeah, they never choose names like fucking Bridget, <laughs> or Mary, or, or Sandra, Margaret, or Margaret, or Betty. They choose Priscilla. How do you know, like, what, what, go on. How do you know any of them that chose names that were like? No, but no one ever said. <laughs> you, you never. It'd be unusual to go to school with somebody. Well, he was Dermot in first year, <laughs> and now he's Noreen. <laughs> like it's, it's always like Cassandra or fucking Priscilla. Priscilla. Yeah, it's never. What was your man? The, what was your man? The, the one that rem, rem, is your man, Frank. Which is the the boxing promoter? Oh, he was on the show. Frank he was Maloney. on the chat show. Frank Maloney. Frank yeah. Maloney. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what he's he now. I don't know what is he. Francis Maloney. No, he was on the chat show, and I. Yes. He walked on. Go on. She walked on. And I had no idea for the first five minutes that that person used to identify as a man. I thought it was a small, powerful looking woman from Bell Mullet. That's what I, that, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, that's what ben she looked Mullet, like. Right. She's about five foot four, built like a fucking stable door. <laughs> and you didn't call squat, fast, powerful. You know, could have been, could have been women's and rugby, the, and, then and the, I just thought, I said, "Who's this strange, powerful-looking woman?" And then I was talking to her for about, and I, oh fuck, he used to be the boxing promoter. Now I know wow. who you are. Wow. Um, 
Tell me yeah, this. but I wonder, would they actually go? What they probably would. See? What else did you, have you seen? Well, I've just ideas have struck me. This. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, um, uh, what does the, fra- the phrase, the repentance of sin, mean to you? <sighs> <clears throat> to repent your sins. Yeah, would it would, would it would it have any meaning in your like? Are, are you aware of of sins you've committed? Like, because we all grew up Catholic and we all got a friend of mine rode a young one from China one time. Right, <laughs> <laughs> this is going in in a confessional box, is it? And uh, he said the great thing about riding her was that they have no concept of sin. All right. So, so he said uh, they she had no. There was something she didn't say it explicitly, but he said. There was something about being with her that even though we both knew it was a one night stand and that kind of stuff, that there was no sense of shame or that we were doing something dirty or uh, doing something. Would it be guilt like? Or guilt. Yeah, Yeah. she had none of that. So so that's because they don't, wouldn't carry that thing in their culture. Yes. So we are rare with that notion of sin. We're surrounded by guilt, yeah. You're getting fucking eight year olds to write down their sins for their when they're yeah. getting ready for their first Holy mm. Communion and stuff like that. So it's kind of ingrained. Um, and the whole Christian tradition, the whole Hebrew tr- tradition is there's a concept of sin and the forgiveness of sins. And that's the culture we've grown up with. And I'm just curious with ye, I have a sense of sins. I don't know if that's the right word, but I have definitely have a sense of, of is, is sin sins, even the right know, word? Or, right or, word. Oh, or is it shame? Or is it's it definitely, mistakes? Uh, uh, I think that we have to, I think we're, I think there's always a, a bit of guilt left on you as opposed to a sin. Okay, but is, is the reason, is is the reason you feel guilt? guilty is because you've done something wrong? Yeah, is it yeah. guilt because it's, you, you think it's a sin and you feel guilty about doing it? Yeah. I haven't thought or, like that Or in, a sin, maybe not. Maybe just it wasn't the right thing to do. Would it be classified I, as I, a sin? I, I, no, I think it's more I've done a bad thing or yeah. a, that wasn't nice what yeah. I've done. Harm, bad intention, not hurting Upset. somebody. Upset somebody. Yeah. I've done a, I was, I was, 
it's not evil is too strong a word. Evil is very strong. <laughs> oh, I've done an evil thing. I've done an evil. I used all the toilet paper in the utility. I've done an evil thing. I forgot to get this. No, I, I think yeah. the, the whole thing of like, confession and tape guilt. And wrap it around a kitten's mouth. <laughs> and throw that's it in evil. the septic that's tank. Evil. That's what we used to do. No, Break you didn't. That's evil. The, uh, no, you wouldn't. Stop. Break that's the awful. the kittens the, <laughs> and throw them within the septic tank to stop the anti... My father said, that'll stop the bacteria now. Give me that kitten. <laughs> Straight into the septic tank. This was before Hallmasters and all these boys. Septic cats. <laughs> but that's what they did back in the day. You never did ask your father about that. Well, my father wouldn't do such but a thing. But that was an evil act. So I believe now in karma. <clears throat> I don't hurt anybody and I don't hurt any animals. Having said that, committing sins is a thing. I don't know, Tommy, for me, confessions and repenting, the repentance of sin. I think that, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just trying to lead that, I'm trying to lead that honest. To do no harm. To do no harm, create no harm and be nice. And that karma comes back. So when is the last time you committed a sin? Or went to confession. Or felt I think guilty I went, about something. I, I, I went to confession uh, the morning of my wedding. Yes. Which was... I was there with you. 12 years ago. I was there with you and I drove you to the church. I drove us to the church. Why did you feel like it? Did you just do Because it's a tradition. You I go sat, to confession the I morning you get married. I sat in the pew behind him and in yeah. he went. He was in there for 19 minutes and 27 I seconds. I was very disappointed. I thought the priest would be a bit more shocked at the stuff I was saying. <laughs> He's bored. The priest has heard it all before. I, I know, that was I, the last time I was at But this is a country church and a country priest and I was bringing fucking metropolitan sins to him and he was just... He, was <laughs> he saying, didn't yeah, flinch. Yeah, whatever. I was walking the Edinburgh <laughs> Festival and he told me it was... But I, I, that was the last time you know, I was ever in it. What, so, what about you? Have you ever been... Have you been confession lately? Is it something you do? I haven't been to confession I for a long time. I popular. used to go at Christmas or something but like I haven't been there for a long, long time. Probably... I do. Oh, I people do. go to therapists now instead of confession. When you're travelling in Eastern Europe, and there's uh, Poland now has a very strong Catholicism. And, yes. Uh, places like Serbia and or the whole Eastern Europe, they can be a kind of a heavy orthodox. orthodox. Yeah. Did you get? What's your sense of that? Like, did you pop into any of the churches or? No, but there is that. Uh, w- w- I know I'm going to meet some orthodox. Uh, Churchmen on my visit. I was there in Siberia. The, the phenomenal beards. Oh, and and, the and, best and ama- beards. amazing churches and amazing rules and amazing, amazing just versions of versions of, of mass that but we have. But I haven't done Dramatic any, mass. Is, is there, are they Orthodox Catholics? Is there such a thing? Orthodox Christians. Orthodox, Christian. Russian, the Russian Orthodox Church and stuff mm. like that. The men stand on the right side of the church. <laughs> I fucking love Candles it. Candles lighting. Women on the left side in Siberia, men on the right side of the church. Amazing. But uh, no, it used to be like that years ago in Ireland, wasn't it? Was it? Women on the left, and there's a women's side and a men's side in our You'd church. You'd be wondering then on a, on a, on, a, on in a in a small rural church in Ireland at seven o'clock in the evening on a Wednesday evening when confessions are being heard. I used to love reading about that and, the, and uh, trying to go through that in Mass. I'd read all about the thing in St Mary's and then be all the parish notes, then there'd be the Golf Society outing, but then they'd say Confessions, Wednesday, 7 to 8, St yeah. Mary's. You wonder who's going in there now and is are they a dying breed? It's, it's morning Confessions now. They is do, it? They're 11 o'clock in the morning. I popped into a church in Cork <laughs> uh, a few years ago and I was doing a gig in City Limits, <clears> which is a great comedy club down there. Um, if those walls could talk, they'd, they'd, get, they'd get me into <laughs> trouble. Confessions, then. <laughs> um, and uh, so, I, I, churches are beautiful, you know, especially um, when they're kind of half empty, you know. So I went into this church anyway, and there was these two Polish boys, fucking steamed, steamed rightly up, lighting candles, 
Either that, either that, or they're trying to burn the fucking place down. But there were two of them were fucking falling and lighting candles, having the crack. And I was sitting there, and my gig was at half nine, and this was about uh, this was about seven forty-five, and I was just sitting there looking around. And next thing, this fucking this priest comes out, of the fucking sacristy. And there's only about four people in the church, and he says, comes over to me, says, "How are you?" I says, "Hello there." And he says, "Mass starts at eight, but it'll be a fairly lame affair, to be honest with you." <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a fairly lame affair to isn't be honest with you. and isn't it funny the way the 55 minute mass has been whittled down to 35 minutes when we were younger now it's probably down to 20 minutes get them in and get out because we don't want to interrupt the rest of the day it's funny the way mass has been carved like a beaver carving eating, if it, if gnawing is, away at the back if mass is too nice it's not interesting you need fucking darkness and tension we used to have a great priest drama. in Atlanta, Father oh, Days because the first time we went in there and I brought the lads religiously as they were to a national school we went to mass especially when they did the first Holy Communion and then they did their confirmation and we went to mass as a sense of community but this priest called Father Days in Lacca would go Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Father <laughs> Jesus and I'd be elbowing my young lads and we'd be trying to stop laughing just like I was as a kid and I knew that we were laughing and Dipna would get so embarrassed she'd be there she'd give me the eyes you know the wife eyes you know you but you stop it and the two of us they'd be each side of me I could see them shaking with laughter Jesus but he told me a great thing and he's retired now and he stood on the altar in Laka and I did a show because of what he said to me and it was one of the last times I was ever in a church apart from funerals he he t- picked up the keys just after communion and this is about six years ago, seven years ago and he went, Kularn Church is closing now, there's no mass there and there's only one mass in that church so we're all coming to this church because priests are things of the past. In a couple of years' time and actually when I go in about a year's time Hands up who wants the keys because you can take it over because we're a dying breed. Yeah, but we don't need priests. We don't fucking need them. I think that... uh, uh, What uh, What do they do now? I think that... I think fucking Catholicism should be deregulated. The same way they deregulated the fucking taxi drivers and all that type of (laughs) shit. I think any man or woman who wants to can be able to stand up in any room in the country and say mass if they want. You don't have to be wearing black and putting on a fucking sutan and after spending seven years in Minute with the first year lady art students trying to ride you. You can just... I can. St- I should be able to stand up in a fucking room and say, "Right, I'll say, man, I'll be the priest today." You should do it. Rita can do it. I agree. We don't need fucking priests. But when will that change, Tommy? Because we're we're importing them now from all over the world. Don't need priests. But they're but they're a dying breed. So the churches are. But there's a reason there's a dying breed. The reason there's a dying breed is because it's not an attractive life for people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And the and the drama has gone out of the mass. The mass has turned into this fucking nicey nicey fucking shite folk festival. And they ha- kids I mean? me they have to read every page like on the same ass every day of the year. They don't know what's going to be on the next page when they turn. How like, are numbers day. in your parish church in a small in a small village? Well, I was selling flags, hats, and headbands outside the church and on, and and chocolates. <laughs> on Sunday morning. And we thought that we'd get a big crowd, you know, after mass. There was about ten cars at mass, like wow, on a Sunday morning, wow, prime time wow. mass, like eleven o'clock mass. But it is an interesting thing that it is coming to a. I agree with you completely, Tommy. It should be deregulated. The mass, which, what would you focus on for mass? Like, what would be your big thing about just drama? Just as a, uh, uh, when How two, when two or three are gathered in my name, I'll be there witchy. So you can't have mass by yourself. So what I would do is I'd, I'd pick a bit of the Bible and I'd go, I'd, I'd have a bit of bread and it'd be about community. 
about me saying to, to in the same way that sometimes with your friends you talk about really serious stuff it'd be an opportunity in, pl- in public to talk about love and to talk about death and to have a bit of bread and a glass of wine and at the end of it to say good luck shall we see you again and some other just time. have a good week the way, just like a group like the way in the fucking 1700s and 1800s there was no really the, the, the priests the, because the English banned masses the fellas would go to a rock mm. You go out to a rock and there's mass rocks in the fucking Schlieve Lucre and there's mass rocks in the hills outside Tippin. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anybody can say a mass at any stage. It doesn't need... The Catholic Church is all about hierarchy and power and they're getting in the way between people and their ideas of God and we don't fucking need it at all. Well, I... There you I, go. But I'm, I have something more important Hang to talk on, about. I just, can we stay I have something on more important to talk Hang about. On. Talking he, about... The way Tommy has broken down the Bible at some beautiful moments on this podcast has given me a new perception of the, of the holy book. Yes, I have and, another one for you for the Bible now. And the other thing I want and to Adam say. and Eve were fucking chimpanzees. <clears throat> huh? Then it makes sense, doesn't it? Adam and Eve were fucking chimpanzees. Right. That's why they were happy. And then on the transition from chimpanzees into people, they developed a conscience and that's when the fucking, that's when we were thrown out of the Garden of Eden. Ah. No. I brought something more important to talk to you Right. More, much more important. Go on. My father's going to be 80 in three weeks. The Lord bless Kevin. What a I, mighty man. Are you going to have a party for what, him? What'll I get him? Well, we should... A massage. <sighs> An Indian in, head in the massage. side place that I get. He should, he should what be allowed... My father's going to be 80. He Does he should... like drinking? Oh, he's... Uh, fuck. Uh, Guinness, Guinness, Guinness. Whiskey. He's Does he a like Guinness whiskey? man. I went into uh, a fancy drink shop. I thought... well, Because he'd be nervous of the COVID. Right. Do you know? Um, I went into a fancy drink shop and I said, my father's going to be 80. Do you have anything here that was bottled in 1941? Yeah. The year of his yes. birth. Yes. Oh, nice. Not a nice present. Yeah. Did yeah. you get it? I, it was a. Uh, see, I don't know if my father it was, was a bottle it. of Perno Black. A Perno yeah, it, was, Perno. it was kind of a cognac y brandy. Oh. Oh. Like it might be like cough syrup, but I was thinking. Baby sham or What? Could you get the paper from 1941, the front cover? Ah. No. Could you get him. Could you get him a picture of a Chagask supervisor from 1941? A 1941 car. Could you get him a picture of a farm where he was on 19... Well, no. Can you get a picture of him when he was a boy? When he was... Con- when he was born. Can you get something of a six-year-old? <laughs> Who the fuck was taking photographs of babies <laughs> yeah. when they were in born in 1941? Chronicle, Hitler can was rampaging over Europe. Can you get... Can you get the front cover of the Chronicle in 1941? Well, he's, he's not lone man. Can you get the front cover of the Atlon Gazette? The Westmead Heddle, or whatever it's called. Why don't you just say to him, Dad, you're 80 years of age... I'll meet you at 11 o'clock in the local and we're going to sink four of the finest pints and not say a word to each other. Oh, that's, that might be... That's and I'll come in then at about 12 and say we'll have one for the road. We'll have Crips. <laughs> He's 80 years of age. Be 80 years of age, yeah. So, um, uh, You're going to have a party for him? I don't know, because I, I think he'd be nervous at the party with the COVID. It's an awful shame, you know, when I have... Uh, of a brother and sister in New Zealand they'll hardly make it back for that you know and and, and if we arrived if the gallivant of my brood arrived in the house he'd be you know Mm. I'd be bringing six Mm. children and a grandchild and a wife and uh, he'd be it might might be put him on the back foot a bit and he'd be so let's just think about that for a second because 10 years of age your dad was in Atlone was he? Yeah 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 20 years of age where was your dad? Uh, he was in uh, London Wow what was he working at? He was uh, he was, a, he was courting my mother I think he, so my father left uh, school and then went to UCD to study agriculture 
Uh, and then he well, very he, posh. I think he very uh, posh. He yeah. ended up in London, and then he was in, and then and thirty. Where was he? Thirty. He was in Africa. Stop. Yeah, yeah. And at forty, at Lawn, London, Africa. Unbelievable. Yeah. Forty <gasps> times. Forty. What he do. was in. Uh, he would have been in Navan. He's been in Navan since. In the height of the Chagasaga culture. You should get him work. a map of all the places he's been. That would, I don't think that would interest him. Do you know? I think the he's I, a simple I, man. Yeah, I think. I, think I just to drop a bottle of whiskey in a couple of. Does he like smoke what about, I, I asked, I asked the, the people in the shop, could you get me a bottle of whiskey from 1941? And they said, absolutely not. Not unless you pay 25,000 euro or something for yeah. something. Maybe a bottle of wine. What about getting five of his good buddies and just saying, lads, the five pints of Guinness this morning is on me. Have them there when he arrives into the pub. Is I know the pub we're talking about. It could be a quiet little morning pint and organises f- three or four of his mates to be there and let them sit amongst brothers and sit with chat. Yeah, I have to do something. I have to, yeah. uh, th- so it's, it's in about three weeks. Wow, Kevin is 80. Yeah. Does he like any kind of like... Um, That's a great age. Like any kind of presence, like a watch or anything or... I don't it's, it's, he's impossible to I'm impossible Judge. to buy for because I buy myself everything. Yes. Uh, he's impossible to buy for because he doesn't want anything. Right. Do you know sure mean, you probably if you probably wouldn't even want it then if you gave it to him. I, 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 I couldn't I, I get him a coat again. Tommy, what does it... <laughs> you can give him that. I've often wondered about what your dad thinks of what you've done. Oh, and he never, he never comes to a show. Or, I told uh, you about the time he d- over the years. I told you about the time he drove to Dingle to not come to the show. <laughs> Why did he Did I tell that? you that story? I, I must have fucking told you this. No. I was doing a show in Dingle. So my father drove from Navan to Dingle. I was playing in the... Was it like one of your hill, first ones? The Hilltop Hotel... I think it's called in a fucking a wild spot, a fucking lively, wild, boisterous spot, and uh, the, the Hillview. And my father drove down from Navan to Dingle, took up residency in a pub in the town. The barman gets talking to him. Well, where are you from yourself? And the father goes, I'm, I'm from Navan. And the barman goes, and I, I, I found out the story because I, uh, because I met him afterwards, and the fucking barman told me the story. <laughs> And uh, he says, uh, uh, oh, you're, oh, you're from Navin. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a, you're, you're not the only uh, Navin man in town tonight. And my father goes, who, who else is here? <laughs> and the, the barber goes, oh, Tommy Teodor doesn't play at the Hillview Hotel. And my father goes, never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Pay to Guinness, please. That'd be Kevin, wouldn't it? Fucking rascal. Oh, a fucking So he never rascal. went to any show you ever did? And over no. the years, the late lates and all the stuff and all the bits and all the... Oh, everything. oh I sure told you the story about the first time I ever cursed oh. on the late late show yeah. and he phoned up afterwards, whereas Tommy's in the shower will tell him to wash his fucking mouth out. Yeah. <laughs> I often think of what your dad... Sometimes I think about my dad. Uh, he would have uh, been so proud of I you, Yeah, you know what? Because uh, he went a long, long time ago. I, I often wonder... And then I've been wondering about other things as well. Am I going to be that, uh, from, for me as a dad to my young lads, I am doing so much, I'm trying to be as good as I can for my kids. It's mad, isn't it? When you say as good as you can, what do you mean? Um, maybe things that I've seen when I was a young lad and, and the way alcohol affected my dad and stuff. I don't want that to affect my me and my 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 care of my kids. And yeah. I want to show them so much And love. that's why you, when you won the county title, you only had nine pints. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny now that the two boys, are, the, the, the two boys are raving about Coors Light now. 
Yeah, the young see. men they're raving about Coors Light dad they love Coors Light so the whole lot of us are on Coors Light but no it's just like it's <laughs> it's funny that it's. I often think about me dad because he's gone 30 years plus and uh, I often think about what he would have thought about my gallivanting and that's why I ask you about Kevin about and then your dad and your dad and all you've done and with the hospice and all the work you've done and now with this podcast does your dad have a have, a, a, have an understanding of what you're doing now with the podcast or does he say it to you? Yeah he does he tries he has an iPad and like he'd go into the house someday I went in the other day I was watching Michael Bublé in concerts right and then he, he I'd, br- I'd bring him straight back to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> the medication there and then he thought he, he ra- I rang yeah, him I says what are you at I'm watching a programme here about the outback in Australia he said I found it on, on Netflix and the iPad, the iPad. Like he, he finds things like randomly like yeah. he doesn't know how to use it or anything and he says to me how would I ever come across the podcast on the iPad the pod- I was very I was very close to it there one day and I couldn't I get close. it and I says to him oh no I said it wouldn't be wouldn't be anything for your scene anyway I said you probably wouldn't like it that much I said and then I said to him I'll find it for you one of the days there sure leave it at it I'll, get, wow. I'll find it for you that's class so, uh, I love that yeah he knows but he, he does and he doesn't would he ever have um, intimate chats with you like what like would he ever uh, speak from the heart or, or is it just, did he come from a generation where that wasn't really part of their vocabulary? Do, do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I suppose in a way I didn't really, you know, he wouldn't be an emotional man or anything like that until my mother died. And yeah. then after that, then he was like, you know, reflecting and upset and, and all of that. So, um, but like he wouldn't be overly like, he wouldn't be telling you he loves you or anything or he wouldn't mm. be, you know, going down that route. He'd be more... It'd be just in his actions, I suppose, more than his yeah. words and how he yeah. behaves. You can tell somebody it. you loved him by making them a cup of tea. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Or just be nice. like or the or smile just when you open the door. Yeah. Or he'd be I'm always thanking to see you, you delighted for to see you. doing yeah. things for him and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Or he'd be saying to you now, oh, geez, I've, I've your heart's broken through. You have to do everything for me now and I hate this. And, you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff. But he wouldn't be kind of like... Oh, I love you. Or yeah, would Kevin ever have ever used? Would Kevin as you the L word? Did he ever drop the? I must have told you that story. Did he ever drop the L bomb? Did I must have told you that story about him? What about myself? I, I was about twenty-one. And yeah. I got myself and the father got steamed down the old bridge in, and the two of us were walking up in, in an, an unlit country lane. The only <sighs> lights would be from passing by sitting rooms that hadn't gone to bed yet. Yeah. Do you know? But there, them houses would be 20 or 30 feet back off the road. So up this windy old country road after drinking about it. And he was teaching me how to drink. You have to leave, when you drink a pint, you have to drink it in four goes. Right. So there's three rings left. That's the. the you, right. you only You only go at the pint four times and you should be fucking delivered and done and he's a fucking great drink man for like drinking porter oh, loves it. and uh, so um, we were walking back up and I was just starting to do a bit of acting and I was just getting into me emotions and I was reading all this <laughs> fucking you'd be reading plays where people say things to their fathers and you'd be thinking oh, and you should say to me fathers and the two was one steamed and walking back up and I just said I love you <laughs> and he says yeah sure sure why wouldn't you <laughs> <laughs> the dry navin yeah, that's the end of it. dry navin but he always had that little lovely turn of phrase didn't he draw oh yeah that navin drawl yeah yeah, yeah. sure why yeah. wouldn't you Everybody. god bless good luck and we see you down the road good luck
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.